0: Live, this is the Campfire Cafe on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Park.
1: Frosty the snowman was a jolly happy soul With a corncob pipe and a button nose And his eyes made out of coal Frosty the snowman made the children laugh and play Were they surprised when before their eyes he came to life that day? There must have been some magic in that old silk hat they found. For when they placed it on his head, he began to dance around. Oh, Frosty, the snowman, was alive as he could be. And the children say he could laugh and play just the same as you and me. Frosty the snowman Knew the sun was hot that day So he said let's run And we'll have fun Before I melt away So down to the village With a broomstick in his hand Running here and there All around the square Saying catch me if you can He led them down the streets of town Right to the traffic hub. And he only paused a moment when he heard them holler stop. For Frosty the Snowman had to hurry on his way. But he waved goodbye, saying, Don't you cry, I'll be back again someday. Thumpety thump thump it thump thump. Look at Frosty go. it, thump thump it, thump thump. Over the hills of snow. Hey, that's well, folks, here's a new song. You know, about three years ago, we brought out a little tune called Here Comes Santa Claus. And then we had a little ditty that you must have liked because we sold about three and a half million records out of it. Rudolph, the Red-Nosed Reindeer. This year, here's our contribution to Christmas. And we think you'll be hearing an awful lot of it in the next eight weeks. Thirty-two feet and eight little tails of white.
0: <laughs> <All> right. Well, <laughs> live from Nashville, Tennessee, from Escalante, Utah, and from Albuquerque, New Mexico, with our co-host Bobby Jean Bell. I'm your host, Gary Holt. And that was a little frosty. The snowman with Mr. Gene Autry to kick <laughs> things off today. That was too cute. That was too cute.
2: Oh. Yes, that's, that was great, and it is snowing here in Albuquerque. It uh, was supposed to start snowing around uh, 10 o'clock, and I think about 10.20. Uh, we saw the first snowflakes our time here in uh, Mountain Time. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, beginning to look a lot like Christmas.
0: <laughs> it's starting to feel a lot like Christmas everywhere we go. So, anyway, it's uh, that was a lot of fun. We've got some great music that we're going to share with folks today. Very interesting first guest for the Campfire Cafe. So who's joining us today?
2: Oh, we have been looking forward to having Anna Christina Cash with us, haven't we, Gary, for months and months. We're just delighted that she's joining us today. And then who do we have in the second hour?
0: Well, we're going to have time with uh, Anna Christina. And then on Saddle Up America, Mr. Robert everso will be joining us. So we've got a lot on this Getting Close to Christmas show. And um, we don't have but one more show after this that'll do our sounds of the season. So this is going to be a good one. So we're looking forward to talking okay. with Anna Christina Cash in just a moment. But right now, let's take a listen to one of the great songs from her Christmas album, My Christmas Collection. And this is one called Sleigh Ride. We'll be right back to talk with Anna Christina Cash on the Campfire Cafe.
3: Just hear those playbells sing a ring, ting, ting ling, too. Come on, it's lovely where the Forest lay ride right together with you. Outside the snow is falling and friends are calling you. Come on, it's lovely where the Forest Play ride right together with you. Giddy up, kitty up, kitty up, let's go, let's look at the show We're riding in a wonderland of snow Kitty up, kitty up, kitty up, it's grand, just hold your hand We're gliding along with a song of a wintry fairyland Our cheeks are nice and rosy and comfy, cozy are we We're snuggled up together like two birds of a feather would be Let's take that road before us Chorus or two. Come on, it's lovely weather for forward we'll play a ride together with you. There's a birthday party at the home of Farmer Gray. It'll be the perfect ending of a perfect day. We'll be singing the songs we love to sing without a single stop. At the fireplace where we watch the chestnuts pop. Pop, pop, pop. There's a happy feeling, nothing is. When they pass around the chocolate and the pumpkin pie, it'll nearly be like a picture printed by Korea and I. These wonderful things are the things we remember all through our lives. These wonderful things are the things we remember all through our lives. Just hear those sleigh bells jingling, ring, ting, tingling, too. Come on, it's lovely while well, the forest sleigh right together with you. With you Giddy up, giddy up, giddy up, let's go, let's look at the show We're riding in a wonderland of snow Giddy up, giddy up, giddy up, it's grand, just holding your hand We're gliding along with the song of a wintry fairyland Our cheeks are nice and rosy and comfy, cozy are we We're snuggled up together like the birds of a feather would be with you come on it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you come on it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you
2: welcome back to campfire cafe on the equestrian legacy radio network we just heard sleigh ride by anna christina cash from her cd my christmas collection Anna Christina Cash is an American singer-songwriter raised in Miami, Florida by her Cuban parents who moved to the United States in the early 1960s. Growing up listening to a multitude of genres, Cash's sound was influenced by an eclectic array of inspiration from gritty blues and jazz to pop country. Calling Nashville home on October 29 of 2016, Anna Christina married music producer John Carter Cash and has since been writing and recording the music she feels she was born to sing. During September of 2017, the couple's daughter, Grace June, was born. Feeling it's important for everyone to celebrate the spirit of the holidays, even as the pandemic and social distancing continue, she recently released the Hawaiian classic Christmas song, Mili Kalikimaka, a perfect companion to her first holiday album, My Christmas Collection. Making her first appearance today, we are so excited to welcome to Campfire Cafe, Anna Christina Cash. Welcome! Thank you you so
4: much for the warm welcome. Um, Everything's great, you know. um, Today the weather is actually a little warmer. I overheard you saying that there was some um, some snow in Albuquerque, and we had (laughs) snow about a week ago, I think, or two. Um, Just some light snow in the morning, but we haven't had snow yet. So it's kind of it's interesting. It's warmed up just a little bit.
0: So that's (laughs) Tennessee. Tennessee. I have to say where I am in Nashville. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Tennessee, I think I noticed in memories yesterday, uh, we had, we had posts, I had posted at that time that it was like 60 degrees, but it was going to snow that night. So, you know, just, <laughs> just hang around and wait. It's going to change in Tennessee.
4: The weather is always changing over here, which makes it pretty fun. It keeps us on our toes. <laughs>
0: it does. It does. It does. Well, I was just wondering as we were getting ready for this show. Uh, What was it like for you growing up in Miami and Christmas? What was Christmas like for you as a little girl?
4: Well, Christmas was pretty tropical in Miami, Florida, where I grew up, which is, um, um, you know, not much snow. I do have some family that lives in Michigan, and we'd visit them sometimes and see snow. Uh, But in Miami, I'd say it's a pretty regular Christmas, like anywhere else except lots of palm trees. We had... um, some, most of the time we'd get a real tree or like a flock tree, you know, like where you have the fake snow on it and stuff. Right. Uh, I have this little tradition that's really fun that I started myself as a little girl and I would take a branch from the tree when Christmas was over and I'd put it in a drawer and whenever I was missing the holidays or missing the warmth or the pine smell, I would pull it out and remember that time
2: throughout the year. <laughs> uh, that's That's a good thing to do.
4: Yeah.
0: Uh, it's do you thing. have a Do you have a favorite Christmas memory growing up?
4: My fa- um my grandfather, actually dressed up as Santa Claus one year when I was five years old, um, and it was pretty fun. I I recognized him for his shoes. So, like, <laughs> Grandpa, <laughs> no, Grandpa has the same shoes, and he was so sad. <laughs> <laughs> Cause, you know cuz I I I believed but I also knew that those that was grand those were grandpa's shoes, right? So right. Um, that was my 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 fun Christmas memory just knowing how sweet he was and he you know he passed when I was 15 years old and I have that memory oh, of him wow. forever so it reminds me of my grandpa. Oh,
0: that's pr- that is pretty cool. That is pretty cool. So you have any you have any traditions that you're starting with Grace June?
4: No, um, just picking out the tree, we, we went and picked out uh, her first tree that, that wasn't uh, artificial. We had two artificial trees, like for first birthday and then second birthday, but this time we picked a real one. We let her choose it, and, you know, we haven't been able to travel this year, but we could collect ornaments for, for from wherever we visit, just different places that we visit, um, but really, I, I'm just doing that whole elf on the shelf thing with her too. She, she loves <laughs> seeing how the elf <laughs> kind of moves around from place to place throughout the week and you know the, the elf magically disappears and goes to another location. So she's really into that right now.
0: Oh, that's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Well, there's something physical about Christmas with kids and, uh, and I'm sure there'll be some traditions that she'll develop as she gets a little bit older. But I understand that this song was one that you did because of her, and uh, and why was that?
4: Oh, the Maka. Yes, thank Uh you so much. It's Definitely, um, we were lucky enough to visit Hawaii last year and bring her with us, and she fell in love with Hawaiian culture. She was only two years old, and she begged us after the trip to continue looking at videos of the luau that we took her to, so... Uh, It was my idea to record the Malakaluki Maka for her because I would just play for her regularly because it's a beautiful Hawaiian holiday song that she could appreciate and has the slides and the music. Um, But we decided to put two bars of Tahitian-sounding drums at the top of it because she particularly likes the rhythm in in the luau's and everything. So um, it's a very special song to my family. And my husband, John Carter Cash, produced it.
0: Well, let's take a listen to that. Come back and talk more with Anna Christina Cash today on the Campfire Café.
2: Album, my christmas collection um anna christina before we get much more into this you want to tell folks um how they can find where to go get this wonderful music we're going to be playing today
4: <laughs> sure so all of my work is in my store online on anna also i have physical copies of the my christmas collection album and my recent shine album on vinyl and CD as well on, bank, um, on Bandcamp and Amazon. But Malakalukimaka is released digitally. So the one you guys all heard, it can be found digitally, yeah. um, anywhere you can find online music.
2: That's it's just, it's so wonderful. Um, the, we're going to be focusing on, of course, um, the my, my Christmas collection. Uh, it's a wonderful collection of music. You want to give us a little backstory of maybe how that album came to be and how you chose the selections that you did for it?
4: Yeah, so My Christmas collection, the process started about three or four years ago. It took a while to record just because we were very meticulous about the sound and you know, for the full orchestration. It's a fully produced record, beautifully produced by my husband, John Carter Cash, at the Cash Cabin Studio here in Hendersonville, Tennessee. And And our studio um, was actually built by his Father Johnny Cash as a place to kind of escape and write his songs. And it was, um, it was built in 1979, but it wasn't a full fledged recording studio right away. It was just a cabin and my husband turned it into a full fledged studio. So, um, I really always wanted to make a full Christmas album, so I really consider this a collection that I hope will be a part of people's homes and a part of their traditions, mm-hmm. and it's a very traditionalist. There are a lot of classics here. Um, you know, we've got everything from Sleigh Ride to the Christmas Song to um, Santa Baby and, you know, more religious songs <laughs> like Breath of Heaven, Silent Night, or Holy Night, and one original song that was co written by myself and my husband, John Carter Cash, called Santa Claus is Real, which is kind of a tongue in cheek play at sort of the, the night before Christmas recitation where Santa Claus is there on Christmas Eve coming down the chimney and, you know, spilling the cookies and the whole deal. So it kind of just um, documents his time visiting houses <laughs> and really an affirmation that, you know, for, for children to believe in. St. Nicholas and Santa Claus, and um, it's a very special album to me. I'd, I'd say the song that took the longest to record was Carol of the Bells, um, the medley mm-hmm. with Carol of the Bells, God Rest You Merry Gentlemen, because I recorded 200 of my own vocal tracks for that, which was very oh time-consuming. Um, and I arranged the vocals myself, and you know that there are there wonderful string arrangements there um, as well. And I I had I do have to say it was. Um, a record that I'm very proud of still. And I always get so happy when Christmas rolls around every year and people tag me online saying that they're playing it with their families and they'll send me videos, and it's extremely heartwarming to know that uh-huh. you know this body of work is a part of people's family traditions now and they're in their homes. So it's, it's been really rewarding.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, and I think this year I read a couple of comments that you would made um, in a couple of interviews you did about you know, Christmas during this time this year being almost more important than ever. Um, you were even suggesting that people may be decorating earlier than yes. than normal <laughs> as we're homebound, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I think that Gary uh, perhaps has um, the, ne- the next one set on our set list is White Christmas. Is there anything you'd like to say about that one before he plays it? Anything?
4: I would. I would like to say why it's special to me. Each one of these songs is special to me for a different reason. White Christmas Mm -hmm. is one of the first songs I ever sang in public. I sang it in front of my school auditorium when I was six years old um, in the first grade. Oh, wow.
0: It's
4: it's extremely important to me. There's there's a video of it on YouTube. If you look up Anna Christina White Christmas, um, I believe it pops up with me as a little girl singing after a collage of photos and a video, you just have to forward on the video. So um, you can find the little six-year-old version of me singing this song. So I had to put it in this Christmas collection because I was so nervous and shaking. My whole little body was shaking because I had to be in front of an audience, probably the biggest audience up to that point in my life.
0: So. Well, it's a it is a great song. It's a great version, and the CD the CD and the album is a great album. My Christmas collection. This is White okay. Christmas, and I'm going to go to YouTube and find that video.
3: <laughs> 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 Let's yeah. take
0: listen. We'll be back in just a minute. christmas collection that's anna christina cash and a beautiful song white christmas and you were just talking about having sung that when you were six years old i was kind of reading a little bit on your bio and you got started at six how did that happen how did that happen
4: well i really just love to sing i was kind of raised like an only child um even though i have two older sisters, but they were 10 and 13 years older than me. So they were okay. kind of on with their lives, doing other things, always always present in my life, yet um, such, a, such an age gap at the time to really be able to play or relate, you know. So I was entertained by watching movies and singing along with films that had music in it and listening to radio. And I just had a natural affinity for that very early on. So I would watch Disney movies. Um, particularly Sleeping Beauty, and I would sing along with the song "I Wonder" that she sang in the forest. And
0: right. um,
4: eventually, I started watching this. It was the longest running variety show in history. They they just stopped filming uh, a few years back. It was called Sabado Gigante, and it was um and it was taped in in Miami by Univision Network, and they had a kids segment that was very similar to a cross between Star Search with um, the kids competitions and yeah. the Mickey Mouse Club, which was like the little skits that the children did and acting and doing little musical numbers. So it's kind of like, you know, segment um, that they had slotted time for kids. And then they had, I would watch that every week with my grandmother in Spanish. And at the bottom of the TV screen they had is this number. They're like, call here if your child would like to audition for our show. So I would be like, okay. <laughs> you know, I never had stage parents or anything. My parents are not in the music industry whatsoever. My mom a homemaker and teacher, and my father um, is an engineer with um, an air conditioning company. So very, very different fields. They didn't know what to do with um, a child that loved music so much. However, they did put me in lessons, and they helped, ex- helped me grow in that way because I had asked right. them, but never, never did they have contacts or experience in the music industry. So eventually, I auditioned for that. And from the age of 6 to 13 years old, I was on that show periodically. So not not every week, but um, sporadically throughout those years. And that really helped me grow because I had to be disciplined and work with adults and producers at a very early age. And when we had to do the little musical numbers, I had to go, um, if I had a solo to sing, I'd have to record it in the studio. So that was my first introduction to the studio at the time. And All right. I was yeah, so I was in school as a normal kid during this time and then by the time I reached 15 years old I was signed by my, by my first major record label with Sony Music Latin and I released um records in Spanish and was lucky lucky enough to work with Grammy award winning producers.
0: Wow. wow. and so then you end up fast forward in uh
4: I'm sorry, you broke up just a little bit.
0: I say fast forwarding just a little bit. Did you end up then in L.A.?
4: I did. So after I received my journalism degree, because I have my um, four-year college degree, and currently I'm actually working on a master's degree in, in writing, um, I was in Los Angeles for four years, and that really did shape my, my songwriting craft, I will say, because I wrote so many songs in the pop soul genre, and there I was able to get a full album done called the west coast sessions and prior to being married my artist name was always just anna christina um so that album can be found online the west coast sessions with anna christina and i was surrounded by so many talented people almost like just very bohemian friends all artists and actors and writers and songwriters so i'd go see many of my contemporaries perform and friends and and i do i just drew so much inspiration from that during that time and it really shaped still who I am as a as a writer and right, an artist.
0: Right. Right. Well we're gonna come back and talk a little bit more about how you ended up in Nashville. But let's yes. listen to another song from the album. This is called Saint Baby and it's uh, a little bit different than White Christmas. We'll be right back. Mm-hmm.
3: Baby, slip a sable under the tree for me. Been an awful good girl, Santa Baby. So hurry down the chimney tonight.
4: And what I really like about it is kind of the, the jazz influence. It really yeah, lends itself yeah. to kind of playing a character, which I found very fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's
0: great. That is great. So when we, when we left off things, you were in L.A. And, and mm-hmm. uh, so now there is an interesting story about how you ended up in Nashville. So would you share that with us?
4: Yeah. So I lived, um First, I lived for four years in Los Angeles. I lived two years right smack dab in the middle of Hollywood off of Franklin La Brea, and then I moved to West Hollywood off of Holloway Drive and Alta Loma. So right down the street from me where I would walk my dog every single day up this hill was the Sunset Marquee Hotel just known in Los Angeles as a very quiet sort of music-oriented hotel. It has a lot of history. So... um, every now and then I'd just go down there and have a drink and kind of just get away from my, my apartment, you know, just um, go down there. So one night I was just writing and I was I was really not in the mood to go anywhere really. I don't know what prompted me to even go, but I was in sweatpants. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I remember convincing myself to get up and do something. <laughs> really just like get up, get up for a bit. I was stuck. I think I was in a rut with my writing and I was like, you know, I probably need to clear my head, so it was pretty early, it was like 7, 8 o'clock, and I decided to just walk to the Sunset Marquis, and I sat down to have just a glass of wine by myself, and not trying to find anyone at all, again, I was wearing my sweatpants and my jacket, I had no makeup on, I actually was antisocial, I didn't want to talk to anyone, so, you <laughs> so know, I was just in that mood, you know, when when creators get in that mood, you know, you mm-hmm. don't really feel like socializing sometimes, so then, This tall man just um, sits next to me. He's like, hi. And he has an accent. He has a southern accent. And he just starts talking to me. I'm like, at first I'm like, "Well, who is this? You know, (laughs) we're just chatting. (laughs) But he was very friendly. So we had a really nice conversation. Ended up talking for quite a long time. And he was not flirting with me. He was just very friendly. And we exchanged information. And throughout nine months, we we stayed friends. We stayed in contact. And he gave me no inkling of the fact that he was interested in me personally in that way um, until he told me nine months down the line, I'm coming back to Los Angeles and I have meetings for work. Would you like to go to dinner with me? So I thought that was interesting. I'm like, okay, he's asking me to dinner. We'll see. We don't know. So we really hit it off. And then we became boyfriend and girlfriend. Um, I lived in L.A. while he lived in Nashville for just a few months. And then I decided to make the big move to Nashville to try things out. Well, luckily things worked. Um, a year later, we became engaged. A year after our engagement, we got married. A year after um, a year after our marriage, our daughter was born. So, oh, wow! <laughs> so <laughs> kind of in in you know increments, you know. But it's it's been great. I have to say, Nashville is a very collaborative city. I love living here. Um, I've lived in three different places: Miami, Los Angeles, and and um, nashville and they couldn't be more different but all of them so exciting i'm really lucky to have experiences and just different artistic places that have shaped me um, as an artist really i'm influenced by all of these places which is pretty cool as diverse well, as they are
0: that is pretty cool and and welcome to nashville
4: thank you <laughs> you, are,
0: you are very welcome Nashville is a great city, and it's a great place to write and 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 a great place to record. And um, we'll talk a little bit more about recording when we come back in just a moment. Let's go ahead and listen to another song from the album. And this one is a Christmas song. Beautiful, beautiful song, beautiful job that you do on this. And we'll come back and talk more in just a moment.
3: Not roasting on an open fire Jack Frost nipping at your nose Yuletide carols being sung By a choir and folk Dressed up like Eskimos With their eyes all aglow We'll find it hard to sleep tonight They know that they
2: The Christmas Song, uh, sung by our guest, Anna Christina Cash, from her wonderful collection of holiday music, my Christmas collection. And she's chatting with us on the line from Nashville. Um, Anna Christina, I wanted to just touch base for a moment on songwriting. We were chatting about that before. And I see um, a quote of Coco Chanel that appears to have some meaning to you. The most courageous act is still to think for yourself, Allowed. That's actually a favorite quote of mine as well. Does that influence that quote influence your songwriting in any way? Yeah.
4: It certainly me, influences me both personally and in my songwriting. I believe in telling the truth through songwriting. When I first started writing as a teenager, I was it was kind of awkward for me, and I didn't want to feel vulnerable at the time or wear my heart out on my sleeve. So after just gaining the courage to continue writing, to continue telling my story. I realized that the songs as I tested them out in public or with friends and family or just an audience of people that didn't know me, the ones that resonated the most with people were the ones that were authentic to me, really, to to what I was going through or what somebody else was going through that I wrote about. But um, I think if you write something that is authentic and relatable for yourself, it will come across and help another person. So I really believe in that. And on a personal level, I believe that we need to stand up for ourselves and what we believe in and not be silent. Many people, you know, will have opinions in life and you take um, constructive criticism with a grain of salt, but you really ultimately have to believe in yourself and stand for the things that you stand for. So I really believe in just not being silent about those things.
2: Mm -hmm. You have a new, I know we won't be playing anything of it today, we'll have to have you come back, but you released a CD, an album this year, Shine, you released in April and of course we were already kind of beginning to feel the effects of um, the pandemic at that time. You want to just give us a little bit of
4: of story about Shine? Yes, so Shine was um, also recorded at the Cash Cabin Studio, produced by John. I wrote almost every track on the record, um, co-wrote with um, different friends of mine collaborators, except for two songs. Um, I would say it's a mix. And a fusion of pop, country, Americana, and jazz, which is a very eclectic influence. Um, the first single off of it was "Broken Roses," that we shot a video for, and that song is a ballad that deals with the deterioration of a person's mental health in a relationship, and ultimately substance abuse. And the song can make can take on many different meanings to different people. Like um, someone just wrote me today, actually, in my inbox, um, that their granddad just passed, and that Broken Roses reminds her of the relationship that she had with her husband. So um, mm-hmm. even though myself and the other collaborators, you know, that wrote it with me, John, John, my husband, Bill Miller, and Kevin Dunn, we might have had something else in mind. doesn't mean that a song can't mean something else to another person, and that's what the magic of music is. The magic of songs mm-hmm. is that um, people can take them as their own and really just personalize them to their own lives, which is Mm -hmm. incredible to me that's that's my favorite part about what i do Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i i agree with that it music speaks to each one of us differently and at different times you can hear a song and have it have some meaning you know the first time you hear it and then a couple days later you've had something happen in your life and suddenly that song is even you know takes on a whole different meaning right (laughs) yeah
4: music has always been my friend really i just consider music to be a friend songs to be my friend um you know, in times of loneliness, in times of happiness, you can, you can count on music really, um, throughout Mm -hmm. anything. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. I think,
2: um, Gary, the next song he's got set to play is Oh Holy Night. Tell us why Mm -hmm. you chose this one. Mm -hmm.
4: So I used to perform Oh Holy Night all the time, um, at church in the Catholic school that I went to, particularly in middle school. So I have memories of singing this, uh, for an audience as well. And I just, remember the feeling of singing the song and how how powerful the melody was and how I really felt what I was singing and just the Holy Spirit when I would sing that song. So I felt it was a very special one that I needed to record and and put out there.
0: Well if you're gonna do a Christmas album this needs to be there. Beautiful job that you yeah. did with this one as well. So
4: mm-hmm.
0: we'll be Thank right back. Thank you
4: so much.
3: Shining it is the night of our Jesus. we
0: Christina Cash, and you have been just too stinking much fun to have on the show today.
4: (laughs) Oh, thank you. I'm having so much fun with you guys, and and getting to talk about Christmas is awesome. I I really love my job, so thank you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, and uh, Bobby just mentioned that the new album that you've got out. We need to have you come back again and visit with us more.
4: Mm-hmm. Would you do oh, that? Like Any, anytime you're willing to have me, I'm willing to talk.
0: So. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> Let me know. Well, well, I know that people around the world enjoy the show today and uh, they'll want to find out where they can get all of your music. So I know you told us a little bit earlier, but would you tell us again how
4: people can find your yes. music? Sure. So um, people can find my music on my website, com. I've got physical products on Amazon and on Bandcamp for vinyl and CDs for both my Christmas collection, the full record, and also my latest album of originals, Shine. Um, Malakaliki Maka that was just released, the Hawaiian Christmas classic, can be found digitally anywhere where you can buy digital music. So Apple, Spotify, you name it. But again, um. Anna Christina Cash is my website, and you can find out news about me and follow me on socials. Um, I'm just Anna Christina Cash on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. The only thing, the only place where it's actually different, um, is TikTok. I have a TikTok now, so that's Anna Christina Cash Music on TikTok.
0: Oh wow, wow! All right, we'll have to check out TikTok. But um, yeah. so, what's what's tour schedule look like for 2021? Anything going on,
4: um as far as touring you mean um, yeah. I would say that I'm not doing live shows at this moment. I've been doing more so things on facebook live Instagram live um I know at the end of December things will wind down through the holiday, but I'm you know continuing to post content about my my Christmas records right now during right. this time, and um I'd say I was most busy when I had to promote Shine around April or so. Um, I had a lot of online shows, and that was just when COVID hit, so I had to cancel an Opry date. Um, I'm told that I'm being rescheduled for an Opry date soon, even though I don't know when that date is. So I know they're doing social distance shows, so I will let folks know on my social media most definitely.
0: All right. Well, that would be great. Well, hopefully when we get to 2021, things will get more normal. And uh people oh, yeah. can get out we and see that. more live music again. So I know for most artists, they have missed performing in front of live audiences as much as the audiences have missed them. So I'm sure we can find out. I'm afraid out what I might shorter. be in
4: shock if I if I go back to a live audience because I've been <laughs> I've been sequestered in my house for such a long time, like a hermit, and just looking at a camera with like my ring light. So. Um, I'm not. I'm not sure what I would do the first time. I think I'd be in pretty much a lot of shock. <laughs> I did go to an outdoor restaurant very carefully at a social distance for the very first time because I've we've just been cooking at home, and that was a yeah. shock for me. I, didn't, I couldn't even speak. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: gosh! Well, it's good to be careful. It is good to be careful. Yeah. So again, you have been fantastic, and uh, we want to. Be sure and and invite you back again later on. Right now, let's close out this segment of the show with a great song from the CD and album, My Christmas Collection. Beautiful song. You want to tell us anything about how this was selected? I Heard the Bells on Christmas Day is the song we're going to do.
4: Oh, yeah. So um, I Heard the Bells on Christmas Day. So I was always a fan of the classic, but um, the casting crowns did the melody that I... um, the melodic version of this arrangement that I chose for this album. So they had melodies originally on their record when they released this. And I fell in love with the minor chords because usually I heard the bells on Christmas day. It's in major at the end of the song, I pay a little bit of a tribute to the original melody. So when I do the, I heard the
3: bells on Christmas day
4: at the end of the song, that's the original and there's a nod to that there. Um, but really, this this version is the arrangement from the casting crowns that I fell in love with. It seemed a little more solemn to me, and majestic, and overall just um, a beautiful melody.
0: Well, it is a beautiful song, and I uh, heard the bells on Christmas Day. Anna, Christina Cash, thanks for being with us today.
4: Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas.
0: Christmas to you and yours.
4: Thank you.
3: I heard the bells on Christmas Day. Their are old familiar carols play and mild and sweet. The of peace on earth. My
0: Time now for Set Up America on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. When we come back, we'll be talking with our very good friend, Mr. Robert Eversole today. But right now, let's take a listen to a great song from Mary Kay. It's one called Christmas for Cowboys. We'll be back in just a moment.
3: Been Christmas Day, driving the cab over snow-covered train Of all of the good gifts given today, ours is the sky and the wild. Christmas parade. I'll take my sad. We stop for the night, the stars overhead, a Christmas tree light, the wind sings a hymn as we bow down to pray. It's Christmas for cowboys on the wild.
0: Welcome Cowboys by Mary Kay, and welcome back to Saddle Up America on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. And since this is the second Thursday of the month, our good friend, Mr. Robert Eversole, the Trailmaster, is joining us. Hey, Robert. Hello. How's it going? It is good. It is good. How are you in Washington? It's uh, wet and cold here.
2: <laughs>
0: like albuquerque
5: <laughs> any
0: snow any snow
5: um not much left uh we we've, we've had a bit here i've had to plow the driveway a, a few times so far this year but it's been warmer and 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 wetter so that's really taken care of um uh, most of the snow out it's just gray and dreary right now
0: oh well Sorry, but we have some great Christmas music we're going to be playing, f- folks, for a while. So that, maybe we'll That'll put everybody in a great Christmas spirit, yeah, and warm things up a bit. But um, I, we were talking, I was talking to me B- a little bit earlier today, and we were talking about what we had talked about the last time you were on the show.
3: Yeah, I and
0: uh <laughs> she she said, I think we talked a little bit about cooking for this month's show. We did. Do you, do you have some we did. Christmas recipes for us today, my friend?
5: Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. The best laid plans.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, Gosh.
5: No. Well, we've been working with the mules and everything. Actually, I've been spending a lot of time in the shop welding lately.
0: Really? What kind of I have
5: been welding uh, reindeers out of horseshoes. Okay. You ought to be in the atmosphere yep.
0: spirit then.
5: Uh, yep. So I, I save all my horseshoes and, uh, um, you know, always want something to do with them. Seems like a shame for them just to sit in a pile outside the barn. Right. And so... I knew I knew which ones we had taken off from our Passatun trip this year, and so each reindeer has a horseshoe that's been in the Passatun wilderness, and uh, there you go. <laughs> so so I made I made reindeer horseshoes. They're on the Facebook, I think.
0: All right, so, we you'll have to you'll so, we'll have to check out your your work and see what you've done with that. Yeah,
5: that's that's been my big thing m- making. Making arts and crafts.
0: Well, very good, <laughs> very good. Well, tell us about the uh, the year that's coming up because I think I noticed that uh, a lot of the big expos were not happening as much as they had been, but you were getting yeah. invitations to some smaller events. So.
5: Yeah, even though most of the the big expos have been canceled. Um, you know, a lot of people still want that information. And so I've right. been talking with uh, quite a few guest ranches so just over the past couple of weeks, really, about doing smaller events at their facilities. Uh, I was going to say next to you, but not anymore, uh, True West there in Tennessee.
0: Yeah. Um,
5: yeah. Uh Donna asked me to, to come in in the spring. And, and do a, a packing clinic for, for them over the course of a weekend. So I don't really think of Tennessee and packing as, as going together, but it's a fun thing, and I think people would might, might enjoy hanging out and, and, and telling tall tales for it.
0: Yeah, well, I think that they do a little bit of packing, and, of course, uh, True West is up at the Big South Fork in the yeah, East yeah, South Sea so uh and you know there there are a lot of miles of trails back there, and people can go and and get permits and camp and pack mm-hmm. back in that area so yeah that that to enjoy your clinic,
5: yeah, I think that would be kind of nifty, and then you know, talking with some places in Ohio and new york and and then today some places here here in Washington, so yeah, kind of kind of excited that people, even though uh, we're gonna be apart, still want to want to learn and, and, and do things. So that's that's kinda of heartening.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what are you doing for the next few months? Just working with the mules and praying for a little snow or what?
5: Uh, grooming the mules, picking up poop. <laughs> um, that kind of stuff. Uh working on the book. Uh I have I've told myself I'm going to do a chapter a day, um, or or a segment of the day, I guess, for uh, up until the new year. And and so far, I've been pretty much keeping up with that. So so working on the book, working with the mules, um, planning next year. You know, so this is a great time to plan those those summer trips. You know where do we want to go? When's a good time to go there? All that good stuff.
0: What have you planned for 2021?
5: Well, we're going to head back in the Pisayton.
0: Um You know,
5: it's it's a fun place. Going to hop on uh, some work parties or or not. And then, uh, as long as we can get in, uh, if they've relaxed the the quarantine issues, uh, we're going to go back into the uh, the Bob Marshall there in Montana, and then down into uh Oregon as well, into the the Three Sisters and the and the Eagle Caps. So we're talking we want to make up for this year. We didn't get out nearly enough.
0: No. No. Well I'm afraid most people have been that way uh with a lot of so, Yep. How many how many how many facilities have have closed due to this COVID nineteen deal? this past year.
5: How many guest ranch type things?
0: Well, how many many national parks, state parks, uh, federal parks?
5: Oh, you know, I I don't know that, that, that any of them has necessarily closed. I know a lot of campgrounds closed for the worst of it. Uh, But I believe they were all pretty much open for dispersed camping. Um, And in talking with, with some rec rangers pretty much, uh, you know, from coast to coast, they've all said to a person that uh, this year had some of the highest usage rates that they've seen in decades, simply because people were trying to get out.
0: Uh, trying to get out and get away from the cities. Yeah.
5: Exactly. And and that created a lot of other issues, of course. Uh, you know, with uh, since the campgrounds were closed and that was having to disperse camp, You know, sometimes people aren't as uh, considerate as they should be, leaving trash and waste about, you know, so that was an issue for for a number of areas, but I don't know that any of them closed closed, and for that, I'm extremely
0: grateful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that is a good thing. So, what are your plans for Christmas this year, Mr. Rock?
5: Zoom Zoom calls with family. (laughs) Zoom calls with family. So that'll 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 be the big thing. So I I think a lot of people are gonna be having Christmases like that. Um, staying together whilst we're apart.
0: Yeah. 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 Well, most of your family is back in the East, aren't they? Yeah.
5: Yeah, they're all East, so we, we're not as uh, celeste and i were we are talking about it, I don't think either of us are feeling really good about crawling into a giant aluminum tube right about now, so <laughs> so we'll, we'll call them on the phone and 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 spend Christmas together that way um ni- nice and quiet and i'll and I'll make all sorts of trinkets with the welding machine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, robert i
2: was um I was on your Facebook page as I always am as I prepare for your appearance and um I kind of got thinking about some of the things you reviewed over the year, and there is still a little bit of time for people who maybe need to still do a little christmas shopping um and you recently reposted the, about the sat pack satellite yeah. messenger um would that be a good christmas gift and who who could use that?
5: Well, I I think it'd be a great Christmas gift as long as somebody loves you and wants you to be safe.
2: Uh,
5: <laughs> um, yeah, um, they're they're available now. Up until just a couple weeks ago, they hadn't been available. The military was buying them all up. Um, so regular Joe's like you and I can get them now. And you know, I I like those tools because you know not. Not only can I use them if I'm on the trailer or in camp, but if my car breaks down along the road and I don't have cell coverage, uh, I, I can, you know, call a tow truck or a repairman or something. So I think they've got – I think they're pretty pretty handy little devices. Anymore, we're so far beyond, you know, sticking out our thumb and, you know, hitching a ride back to town for help. Mhm. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan, and they don't pay me to say that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and you also wrote about water bottles. Yes.
5: Um you can tell I was kinda of, kinda of scraping for ideas to write about.
2: <laughs> yeah, but that's a good but that's a good one.
5: <laughs> well, I, I I was thinking about it and, and I was wondering what is the least nifty thing that, that that we have as outdoors people? And it's gotta be a water bottle. <laughs>
2: and yet essential. And you always yeah, I I use that more one. than anything. You know? Yeah.
5: Yeah. Would you like to hear a story about that piece?
2: I would love to hear a story about that piece.
5: So, so that piece, I'm assuming you you watched the video on it. And yes. and there are several clips in it with the water bottle kind of spinning around. Mhm. That was that was the longest part of the entire video. I gave me an excuse to go to the Home Depot and buy a lazy susan stand <laughs>
3: uh-huh.
5: <laughs> and work out in the in, in the in the wood shop for I don't know how many hours trying to get that silly thing together and then cut a round out of a tree <laughs> and attach it
3: <laughs>
5: <laughs> and the the first few times it wasn't really spinning in a circle but more of an oblong cuz I didn't have it centered right <laughs> So for several one-second clips, that took me – that was a good weekend's effort.
2: (laughs) Well, but, you know, we we always learn a lot from you because you are – you know, I watched also the video you have on your Facebook page where you you show that spinning turntable. And I thought, you know, how many of us that do need to photograph product or whatever wouldn't think about – Doing it on that kind of a turntable, so you you got my mind, you know, going. Arts and crafts, arts and, and crafts and trail riding. Exactly, <laughs> but your article on the water bottles was very interesting. Um, I'm going to. Um, See if I can, yeah, put the link up to it right there. So you you suggest some things about what to look for when you are thinking about buying a water bottle. You want to share yeah. some of those things? Sure.
5: So, you know, weight is always, you know, for me, a big thing. I don't want to – I'm lazy, and so are my mules, and we don't want to carry any more than we absolutely have to. So how can I find something that's lightweight yet not going to break – we've all had you know the water bottles from from the store and they've broken it or sprung a leak at inopportune times so Mm -hmm. you know uh and as much as i like the big heavy stainless steel bottles they're big and heavy so you know a a, what kind of a bottle isn't going to weigh a whole bunch um and i think we have different water bottles for different situations, you know, for my, my morning coffee and my afternoon hot tea, even in the office, they do go in that big, that, 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 that steel insulated one because I'm not going any place, but it keeps my, mm-hmm. my drink warm <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and, and so on and so forth. Size I think is important for water bottles too, you know, so they're not so big and bulky that they don't fit, you know, in a saddlebag or, or where have you. Um, so yeah it's just things like that uh, you know BPA is an issue for some of the old, older plastic water bottles uh, mm-hmm. but since I'm not going to have any children uh, it's not a huge worry of mine <laughs> <laughs> not at this point in life um, so you know just that kind of stuff something sturdy something that's going to do the job and and um I really like that plastic one that I, I featured in that video because it's got that little lid <laughs> to mm-hmm. keep dirt mm-hmm. and trail dust off. And for the life of me, you know those, those the, the 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 typical Nalgene bottles with that great big lid that makes it easy to reach in and clean and everything. Without fail, if I'm on the trail and I'm moving and I try to open and get it, you know, get a a, a quick drink. I lose half of the half of the water in there because mm-hmm. it spilled down mm-hmm. the front of my shirt.
2: <laughs> yep, so. it's a problem. You know, and it even is. those of us that that are are driving in the car, you know, the same yeah. kinds of issues. Um, whether you're on horseback or you're, you know, you're you're driving with horses under the hood, um, mm-hmm. I've learned some different challenges with you know bottles and will they fit the bottle holder? You know, yeah, will they, and, they fit in the bottle exactly. Should, yeah, and. So you need to really have a straw if you're going to take the wide one, then you better have a straw handy because in the car you can, you can do that, you know. Right. And when she, you, you've you drunk down far enough, you can really have it sit open with a straw in it, and it's really not a problem. But if mm-hmm. you're not thinking about it when you load yourself up, <laughs>
5: you, know, you're... you get to the car. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, so. Little things like that, but you know, I, I I I do use my water bottle. I think more than anything else, you know, <laughs> around the barn, and in the car, or in the saddle at camp, you know, and like I said, t- to me they're 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 terribly boring, <laughs> but important, <laughs> and it gave me a reason to make a turntable.
2: There you go. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
5: so, but yeah, that's uh, that, that's winter. It's you know the slow time of the year. Uh, doing a lot of groundwork right now, you know. So I had a a uh, an incident. I have not been working with the ponies nearly enough over the past few weeks, and I had noticed that the only time I I, I grabbed the halter was when I you know, went out to to work with them, to catch them. And Ellie, because she is so much smarter than I, she realized this. And so when I went out with a halter, she walked away. I don't feel like Uh working today. (laughs) So I was like, oh I guess we just need to have halter in hand and not catch them occasionally. (laughs) And 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 catch them and, and love on them and then let them go. So that, so that, that was a, a yeah, that was a a good learning experience for for me a couple of weeks ago. You know the aha. Uh-huh. We want to make make the halters not not the big thing. You know it doesn't always mean that I have to go and and do groundwork and think.
2: Well, I think you you've mentioned in the last few weeks that this is really in this time that we're. This unprecedented time, this is a time to really you know train and and get ready you know get your get your gear set and really work with your the critters, as you say you know do the do all the things that you can do to really prepare yourself for some twenty twenty one adventures
5: uh that's it's either look at it like that or just be angry. Depressed.
0: <laughs>
5: yeah, exactly No, I, I just uh, uh, Did a piece and put it on 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 the Facebook this morning You know it's It's been a crazy Year and it's just easy to To kind of sink into in, Into a depression But we've mm-hmm. got so much Even with the year that it's been To be thankful and grateful For Um you know everything from just being having the opportunity to go out and work with the ponies you know mm-hmm. so many people don't don't have that you know they don't they don't they've never experienced the joy of going out to the barn and having having the critters nicker at you
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> you know <laughs> mm-hmm. so
5: you know to that uh, you know i was thinking about some of our trips this year that Celeste and i went on and just being able to it's something as 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 low key as getting to to watch my wife as we're grazing the critters
0: you know in a meadow you know
5: that's mm-hmm. a pretty special thing
0: you know I might not pretty. have been hmm? no i just started to say being able to share those that those times with somebody that you love and care about is exactly. a blessing you know mhm and exactly um,
2: The article that you're talking about, I'm posting it on my Facebook page right now, about being happy, right, even when things don't go the way that you expect them to. And that's what we've – we've certainly all had a year of that.
5: (laughs) Oh, heavens. (laughs) That it Uh, has uh, been. Um, And it just keeps going on. Um, So – but even though it's not been what we expected or necessarily wanted – um, there are bits and pieces, you know, there are, are moments of joy in everything and, uh, you know, you just gotta, for me, it's, 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 it, it's hard, <laughs> but I gotta, I got I gotta, I, I gotta, you know, think back and, you know, it wasn't all terrible and we had some, some moments in there that were, that were sublime and, mm-hmm. and to, to, to be thankful and grateful for those I think is, is important, it's not all going to be, you know, Disneyland. And and if it were, then
0: Disneyland wouldn't be as special as it yeah. is. You know? <laughs> Very you well go. said. Very well <laughs> said.
2: There you go. Hey, mm-hmm. let's do a
0: little. Let's do a little cowboy Christmas ball right now. And uh, okay. this is one by Michael Martin Murphy, Don Edwards, Susie Baggus, Riders in the Sky. It's a great song, and uh, maybe it'll put you in a good mood. When you listen to
3: this
0: (laughs) (laughs) When we come back We're going to talk more Robert Eversol the Trailmeister Today on Saddle of America
6: Way out in West Texas Where the clear fork waters flow Where the cattle are up browsing And the Spanish ponies grow Where the northers come a whistling And the old dust devils roll the prairie dogs are sneezing And freezing from the cold Where the lonesome tony prairies Melt into the airy streams And the double mountains Slumber in the heavenly kind Of dreams Where the antelope are grazing And the lonesome plovers call It was there that I attended The cowboy Christmas ball The music was a fiddle
3: and a live big
6: tambourine, and a big bass violin porter by stage from Abilene. Now the room was togged out gorgeous with mistletoe and shawls, and the candles flickered frescoes all around them merry walls. Rhythm,
3: Rhythm.
0: Come from Swenson's ranch.
6: Yep, they called him Windy Bill From Little Dead Man's Branch When he commenced to holler Now, fellas, stake your pants Lock horns with all them heifers And
5: wrestle them just like
3: men oh.
6: Salute them lovely critters Now swing them and let them go And climb the grapevine round and round Now hands all do-si-do You mavericks join the roundup Just skip the waterfall Boy, it was getting active at the Cowboy Christmas Ball. Boys were tolerable, skittish, and the ladies' powerful neat. That old bass violin music made us jump in with both feet. That wailing frisky fiddle, I never will forget. And Wendy Bill kept singing, and I believe I hear him yet. Oh yes, boys, chase them squirrels Cut them to the side Doc Hollis to the center oh Now cross be Charlie's
4: bride Around you gentle kittens Now rope and balance all
6: Hey, it was getting happy. a happy at the cowboy Christmas ball The dust rose fast and fierce, And we all just galloped around Till the scenery got so giddy that Z-Bar Dick went down. We buckled to our partners and told them to hold on. And shook our hooves like lightning until the early dawn. Don't tell me about cotillions or polka's no siree. That whirl in Manson City, it takes the cake from me. Oh, Bill, I won't forget you, and I often will recall that lively gated soiree called the Cowboy Christmas Ball. Oh no, I won't forget it The Cowboy Christmas Ball
0: The Cowboy Christmas Ball And uh, you guys were talking about things that have changed And you haven't gotten to do quite as much And things have been canceled But for me, 2020 was a pretty special (laughs) year so, I, so
3: I'm
0: I'm a pretty happy cowboy. So yeah. <laughs> very very happy cowboy. Hey, I was I was just wondering. You were talking a little bit about water bottles and the sat pack a, a while ago. Robert, what are some great gifts that people might look for? Because you review all kinds of products and things during the course of the year. So what are some great gifts that people might want to give this year for Christmas?
5: Oh, heavens, there's there's a number. If there's one good thing about uh, trail riding and camping horses, there's a lot of stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, buddy.
5: <laughs> yeah, so, and it pretty much runs the gamut from water bottles and the safety stuff. I've, I've been known to, to do the, the safety-type items, you know, the 10 essentials, uh, as, as Christmas gifts because they're typically pretty small to fit in a pocket. Everything from um, – you know, a a striker rod to make a fire, to a, a pocket knife, to a whistle, uh, mm-hmm. you know that kind of stuff. Um, you know, and then, then if there's, you know, more more extravagant things, if you will, you know, I'm sure somebody that that goes horse camping a lot would love to have, you know, portable corral panels. Heavens, that would really enable one to extend their range right you know so i i i could you know put on the on the safety hat and and say if if you know someone that has a um an lq trailer that you should get them a carbon monoxide detector but i think that'd be kind of like getting socks for your birthday or
3: christmas <laughs> so
5: yeah it's kind of
0: interesting because i asked you know what should i get my wife for christmas this year and no household uh, appliances. Yeah, so her daughter said she could use a new vacuum cleaner and for some reason <laughs> that did not excite her at all. Imagine.
2: No.
0: Yeah. Nothing that plugs yeah.
2: in. Yeah. Pretty much yeah. nothing that plugs in.
0: Yeah. 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 Or uh, runs on I, a battery. I, yeah.
5: I learned that one the hard way. <laughs> you know. No 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 kitchen or household appliances for, for gifts.
0: Just well, that's don't right. do it. That's right. Now, I recall that you had a Trailmeister saddle at one time. Do you still have those saddles that are being made?
5: Uh, Yeah, Terry Wagner at Three Bells Mules is still making them. He said
0: they're Uh, actually pretty
5: pretty popular.
0: I was going to ask, would that not be an excellent Christmas gift for somebody that's out there looking for a gift for somebody special?
5: fabulous Christmas gift, but there's not a chance in the world that you could order one and and have it by Christmas. Maybe maybe by uh, April or May at the earliest.
2: Well, you can still order. I mean, I think as we get to be adults, the idea of having to have it on December 25th it is not as critical as when we were, you know, five or six or seven. And yeah, you can always get a picture of it and put it, for a, put it in Put it in a box and wrap it up, and you know, and say, "Hey, this has been ordered for you, and it's coming."
0: I mean, Gift, cards. Cool. Gift cards. Gift uh, well. cards. I,
5: I,
2: I don't know.
5: I, 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 I don't know that I can go there. I like. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's that five or six-year-old like inside.
2: <laughs>
5: Something to touch and to play with. Yay! <laughs>
2: okay all right well i'm saying not all the gifts you know sometimes you think of something for someone and you know it's going to take a long you know it's going to take a long time to get it
5: yep fair enough fair enough but yeah uh terry's still making the the trailmeisters and 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 pumping them out and he's got some new new lightweight saddles as as well besides the trailmeister um I just sent him measurements for for Coco just a, a not too long ago, and he's going to be making making Coco a riding saddle.
0: She's moving up in the world. Mm-hmm. No, that's great. That's great. Well, you yeah. know, as people as people are aging, uh, they are looking for lighter saddles all the time. Anyway. Exactly.
5: Yeah, I I I, I don't want to have to heave and slip and. Toss around anything heavier than than I have to. I'm I'm a lazy man at heart.
0: Uh, <laughs> and you've become the kind of guy that kind of likes conveniences when you're out on the trail, don't you? I have. I have. So, so much for
5: for the for the inner Buddhist.
0: You
5: know. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, uh, a a a soft place to sleep, a soft warm place to sleep, you know, that good cup of coffee in the morning. I, I like my creature comforts. And yep. the more I the more I tinker with that with the with the with the LQ trailer, the more I appreciate it.
0: <laughs> Those are pretty nice to have, aren't they?
5: That they are. That they They're are. Pretty nice so, to have. It makes things all Makes you a lot less creaky in the morning.
0: That's right, right. So what else would make a good Christmas gift besides a Trailmeister saddle and a That's gift right, card? Besides
5: Trailmeister saddle
0: and a gift yeah. card. Yeah. How about mm.
5: knives.
2: You had a good article about knives for horsemen. No? Yep,
5: yep. I think it's terribly important to everybody, you know, carry a blade of some type on them uh, when we're around the horses and stuff. Uh, probably never, ever have to use it, but rather have it, not need it, than need it, not have it. And if nothing else, they're great for, uh, you know, getting to the bottom of that peanut butter jar.
3: So, (laughs) so uh,
5: a a good, good sturdy knife. Uh, And what else? You know, me and the helmets, big on helmets, but they're more of a, you know, you got to get the right one that, 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 that fits you in your head. I don't know that I'd want to get a helmet as a as a gift. I think I would want to be more involved with the with the
0: uh with the picking that out. What do you guys think? i mm-hmm. I'm beginning to think that Robert is hard to pick choose for. How uh-huh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> about no. something for about something for navigation?
5: Oh, a good compass. Not an expensive mm-hmm. compass, but a good compass.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: that would, that would go r- wonders. And if you wanted to go a little bit further from that, you know, a, a nice GPS set. So you can track mm-hmm. those rides and tally them up at the end of the year. This is how far I went, and and I know a lot of people like to do that. So all sorts of things for, you know, to, to accomplish that.
2: And um, something to make sure you can always start a fire?
5: Yep, yep. I have been so. So we talked about the the turntable <laughs> earlier. <laughs> uh, so now I've got to put it to use. So I have a a magazine column that I'm that I'm writing on fire starters, do it yourself fire starters, and and so I, I I have to admit I've scorched that little turntable
3: a few <laughs> times
5: since I put the water bottle out <laughs> video out you know, (laughs) demonstrating these different types of fire starters.
2: Oh, how funny you are. I should have done the water thing after. You know, some of these things um, would also just be great stockings. If you happen to be someone that does stocking stuffers, you know, Mm -hmm. um, some of these things that you can do fun things like this in a stocking, it's not like the big gift. You know, the fire starter is not the big gift with the big, you know, bow under the under the trees, exactly yeah um, these would be great things to be putting into a um you know even the emergency shelter just comes in a little yeah uh, just a wee tiny little packet little tiny packet how fun that would be to put in a holiday stocking
5: yeah all all sorts of stuff but you know the the I, i i guess we have or I'm leaning towards sentiment mentality now, and I'm thinking all that is great, but it's really just nice to be with, with with friends and family. So,
3: mm-hmm.
5: so I guess I'm just feeling rather not melancholy low today, today, but introspective.
2: Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, well, and the next love. time we talk to you will be in the new year. So That next time- we will will be yeah so you'll want to be thinking about um some kind of fun things to be kicking off the year with
5: There you go so but what are your guys' plans for the holidays I, as you can tell I'm fairly boring what about you
2: Oh well Jim and I will be just here at home yes lots of phone calling as we typically do on on mm-hmm. Christmas we still haven't been doing the Zoom thing with family, but um, yeah, we'll just be here. We don't have any any fancy plans, but I'm sure Gary and Mary Kay have a lot of fun things lined up.
0: Well, we have uh, we have family that will be coming uh, in Utah for Christmas, and uh, we'll be social distancing and trying to be very careful about that. And then uh be going back to Tennessee to visit with my family in the mid part of January, and so it'll be a bit of a different Christmas for me, but uh what a blessing to be with my wife and and to be able to share Christmas with her kids it's It's really cool, so Good. and they are they're kind of a rowdy bunch, so that'll be kind of a fun thing well,
3: you'll fit right in. Christmas.
0: We'll fit right in And then Christmas Day I wasn't even going to mention this But Christmas Day uh, On the Equestrian Legacy Radio Facebook page We'll be doing a concert At 7 o'clock Central Standard Time On Facebook On our radio page And yeah. we've got We've got Alan and Jill Kern That are going to be joining us To kick things off We've got Mark Munzert uh, Cowboy that will be joining us and then the Sawyer family band. So, we're going from uh, the Black Hills of South Dakota to New York back to Texas. And uh, that place on Christmas Day evening. And, uh, Robert, by the time that people have done things on Christmas Eve and maybe have spent some time with family during the Christmas morning and Christmas lunch, they'll be ready to kind of settle back enjoy a concert right in the comfort of their own home on Facebook so that's going to be a lot that, of fun
5: that sounds very nice speaking of to-dos for next year tell us about the 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 the, the charity
0: event in
5: Arizona in the red rocks or oh red rendezvous, rocks? Rendezvous,
0: rendezvous rendezvous yeah so rendezvous next year in June will be back in Tennessee for rendezvous east At the Circley Guest Ranch. And then in September, we'll be uh, near Bryce Canyon in Utah. Great facility called Bryce Valley Ranch uh, uh, and Horse Park. And um, I actually got to stop and visit that facility last week, I believe it was. Brand new facility, Robert, that will be opening in April of this year, but it is going to be absolutely first class and phenomenal and uh, they'll have 130 camping sites and you'll be able to ride uh, all around Bryce Canyon area and uh, you'll be able to go through Bryce Canyon and Mm -hmm. uh, ride on a lot of BLM land so it'll be three days whether it's in Tennessee whether it's in Utah it's going to be three days of horseback riding great music and great shopping so anyway people can check our website equipment dot net stay up to date on what's going on on that and we'll be making more announcements as we move there into you the go. new year. Yeah yeah Bobby so you, oh. you need to plan on being there.
5: Yeah I would you like need... that. So, yeah. So Bobby you're asking yes. about Christmas presents. Yes. And and so I have a question for you about Uh-oh. Christmas presents. Okay. So, my sister-in-law in Pennsylvania. She and her husband ha- have have COVID. Not terrible, but they've got it. Mm. Mm. And I was talking to my wife last night that I thought that they would appreciate a you know those little smelly things that go when you're on your off your car car mirror.
2: Oh yeah, the air fresheners
5: yeah I thought they would appreciate yeah. that because that will tell them when their sense of smell comes back.
2: Uh, uh,
5: seems to think that that was not appropriate
2: <laughs> well uh, as the voice of
5: reason in this in this little trio what what are your thoughts?
2: Well, I wouldn't do it in that kind of a format. I would go. I would. I would look for a wonderful um, diffuser, uh, essential oil diffuser, and a nice little collection of essential oils because their sense of smell would come back when it does. Um, but there can be some wonderful healing properties. That as long as they're breathing in, their bodies are going to get some benefit. And then when their sense of smell comes back.
5: All right, Bobby, You're then, just, you're just, you you're, it was a fabulous idea and you just shot it down. <laughs> you shot it down
0: very nicely, but you shot it down nonetheless. Fair enough.
3: Mm-mm-mm.
4: Well, it will be interesting. It will be
0: interesting to see what you came up with. So we'll have to talk. In January, so anyway No kidding We're about to run out of time for the day And Robert, you're always so much fun You're a hoot to talk with And um, (laughs) uh, although I'm a little depressed now After spending (laughs) time with you
2: today No, no
0: (laughs) Depressed, introspective Oh gosh But it was fun to catch up with you yeah. You, you too. Give your
5: best to, to your family from us all up here in the in the Pacific Northwest. Stay warm, stay healthy, and we'll be chatting uh again. And Bobby, the same to you. You might be interested to know that we were looking for property in Albuquerque and Santa Fe. Oh were wow. You doing that? Are you doing that now? Uh not seriously looking. Just uh a winter type place.
3: Yeah. But we've been
5: talking about it. The Zillow is the best website yes. in the world, except for yes. GoMeister, of course. Right. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> and so we've been looking for places that we could, you know, just have a a, a very small, very modest um, winter 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 place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's beautiful down there. I spent some time in Santa Fe decades ago <clears throat> and just loved it.
2: Yes. Yes, yes. Well, yes, look, yes. look,
0: look, in, look in Corrales. I'll just put that in. Look in Corrales. Corrales, Corrales, New Mexico, just outside of Albuquerque.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Beautiful you look look at that. horse
0: park. Beautiful horse park.
2: Yeah, where yeah. we are.
5: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, keep, us, keep bad, us. Bad influences.
0: Keep us. Keep us surprised of your move and uh, <laughs> for your for your win. So that'll be cool.
5: We will. Take care, and uh, like I said, stay safe. Bye-bye now. All right.
0: All right. Merry, Christmas you, you next year. Year. Merry Christmas, and happy new year. Merry Christmas. Thank
5: you. Merry Christmas. All right. Great to talk
0: to Roger Rousseau, so, and uh, great to visit with Anna Christina Cash during the first hour of the show today, and great to visit with Bobby Bell. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, gosh! Gotcha. Um, well, it's it's been a it's been a um, it's it's been a quick year. We've got two more shows, and uh, next week we have Bren Hill that's going to be joining us for the Campfire Cafe, and then uh, in thir- three, two weeks after that, yes. December thirty first, December thirty first, yeah. I think New Year's Eve.
4: Man, dear, dear, dear we day. are
0: going to be rocking it out here on Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. We've got some special guests that are going to be joining us. Who's going to be joining us that day?
2: We have the Hot Texas Swing Band, Alex uh, <laughs> Dormant, and then uh, Dumont, and then we have... Um, the Western Swing Authority with um, Stacy and I think Shane as well. And yeah, we are going to be swinging into the new year.
0: We are going to be swinging into the new year. So be sure and join us for both of those shows that are coming up. And uh, we'll take off and won't do a live show on Christmas Eve because that happens to be on a Thursday. But uh, but we've got some great shows that we'll be rebroadcasting on that day as well. So, anyway, it's been a lot of fun. Um, anything exciting that you want to tell us about with OutWest?
2: Uh, there's still time. Uh, we can still get things to you in plenty of time, whether you need a shirt or a coat or a handbag or a blanket or whatever you need. Just go to OutWestShop.com and uh, take a look and uh, get an order in. Pretty quick, and we can we can get it to you in time um, that's probably the easiest thing to say about out west
0: all and, right, um, and people are looking for Christmas gifts here for the last minute, so and visit outwest marketing out dot com
2: no just outwest out shop dot com outwest shop dot com yep
0: okay all yep, right yep, and yep, yep. and also follow them on Facebook. As well. Yes. So, Bobby always do does
2: some
0: great posting on Facebook. So, good stuff. Well, it's been a fun day today, and uh, we look forward to having you come back and join us again next Thursday, beginning at noon Central Standard Time on the Keep Fire Cafe and Saddle Up America, follows that at one o'clock. And uh, then in January, we'll be starting back with the living room session. So, that should be a lot of fun on Saturdays as well. So, Bobby, thank joining us today and we will talk to you soon my friend alrighty and thank you for listening to us as well we appreciate you joining us for the campfire cafe in saddle up america and we'll see you next thursday on the radio
3: out here in the country when december rolls Plan a big old get-together Inviting folks from all around It's a time for sharing A time to spread the joy It's a birthday celebration For that precious baby boy It's Christmas in the country And I guess that you could say We keep things pretty simple But we like them just that way Giving gifts we've made with love to those that we hold dear Christmas in the country Kind of just a feeling You get down deep inside When we sing those Christmas carols By the tree that's all aglow And then Mama reads the story That we still all love so It's Christmas in the country And I guess that you could say We keep things pretty simple But we like them just that way